Welcome to the Nittany Blues Podcast. By Penn State fans, for Penn State fans. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Vince. Hello, Nittany Lion fans. Welcome back to the Nittany Blues Podcast. Today, we are here to recap Penn State's 74-59 victory on the road against number 17, Illinois. They just went into the Big Ten arena with the best home record in the Big Ten over the past three years. They have been 24-6 and at home in their last 30 conference games over the past three years, tied for best with Iowa. Not anymore. Your Nittany Lions took care of business today on the road. So, Maggie, what were some of your takeaways from this game? Wow, that was such a fun game to watch. I guess I'm thinking that that was kind of the game that we hoped the Michigan State game could have been. We were really hopeful going into that one that that would be a... Big Ten upset where Penn State could start to prove themselves against a tougher opponent, and that didn't quite um, pay off for us last or last week. But this game against Illinois, I think, was worth the wait. Oh, absolutely! Uh, Illinois, I think, is even better than Michigan State. So the fact that Penn State got this win on the road and we'll potentially have an opportunity to sweep them. We'll be coming back to the BJC on Valentine's Day in February. So I would love to see Penn State get the sweep here. Um, Interesting change of strategy for Coach Shrewsbury. He went with his five senior guys in the starting lineup, uh, replacing Keba Jai with Miles Dredd. And you did not see a center today. Uh, Tallest player in there was... uh, Seth Lundy and Evan Mahaffey at 6-6. Keba Jai only gets two minutes. Uh, we saw Demetrius Lilly for one minute. And, you know, Coach Shrews got those guys out of the game pretty quickly. Uh, what were your thoughts on the small ball lineup in this game? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm kind of of two minds with that. It was, on the one hand, it was great to see, and it was awesome to see all these Mature players, guys that we have talked about on this show as just being really capable leaders on the court and to have them all firing on the same day was really exciting to see. So on the one hand, that was really fun to watch just to, you know, see everything click for them. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, we can enjoy that for a season, (laughs) the rest of this season before um, we are going to really need to rely on some of the younger talent. So it was great to see that uh, more mature squad get it done, and I hope that that will really set the tone for future games. But in the back of my mind, while I was enjoying the game, I was also kind of thinking like, sheesh, there's a lot of guys out there that we're going to want to count on in the future to be in the same position to pull off a big upset against a Big Ten team, and they are not getting minutes. So we got it done, and it worked for tonight, but I also was thinking about the future watching that. What about you, Vince? 
Yeah, for the future, uh, you did see some different freshmen in than people were accustomed to. So we're more accustomed to Caleb Dorsey and Dallian Johnson. However, you saw more of Kanye Clary and Evan Mahaffey uh, coming off the bench. Uh, they didn't do too much today. Evan Mahaffey hit, hit a nice three, had a couple rebounds. Um, uh, Clary took a couple shots, but just wasn't uh, as successful on the offensive end. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty much... All the fifth-year seniors. You had Jalen Pickett, 40 minutes. He did not come off the court. Uh, they couldn't afford to take him off. Uh, Funk had 37. Lundy had 36. Dredd had 33. And then you had Cam Winter with uh, 28. And the you know the great thing today was that everyone had an on-day when they needed to, and things were working well. This was a really fun game to watch. In the, in the first half, there were eight lead changes. So even if you were not a Penn State or an Illinois fan, it's kind of what all fans want to watch. Everyone wants to see a close competitive game with the lead going back and forth and, um, you know, a lot of high scoring. And that's what we saw today. So the Illini were really good on the boards early in the first half. So they got some second chance opportunities. Penn State did not take a ton of threes in the first half. However, they capitalized on all their opportunities. They were six of nine in the first half. And then in the second half, uh, they just really uh, came to life at certain points in the game. So, you know, this game went back and forth a lot in the first half. And then late in the first half, uh, in the last four minutes, Penn State on this went on this really great 11-2 run uh, right before the half. And it ended up being a nine-point lead for Penn State. And going into the halftime, I was, you know, excited because it's always good to have a lead going into half. That's That's obvious. But Penn State, let's face it, last year and this year, they've, they've had a lot of leads and they've bl blown a lot of leads. Uh, we've seen them come out firing on all, all cylinders, uh, knocking down threes, and then in the second half get cold and just slowly lose the deficit and lose the game right at the end. Uh, it kind of looked like it was going to happen at, at points, at points. Uh, so we came out of the half, scored the first five points, got the lead to 14. Things are looking really good. And, and then the Lions go on this uh, five-minute scoring drought. Illinois is just chipping away at our lead. You know, they got, cut the lead to five points. Nothing is working. And then all of a sudden, you just see lightning in a bottle. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's one second on the shot clock. Uh, Jalen Pickett makes an inbounds pass to Andrews Funk running. He just drains a three, you know, we come back to court again. He hits another one, and then Miles Dredd hits one. So within a span of one minute, we go on a 9-0 run with three threes. Uh, Andrew Funk, on a later possession, hits an insane fadeaway. And I was like, what is he doing? And it really tough shot. Knocked it down, mid-range fadeaway jumper. Uh, then Miles Dredd hits one after that to make a 14-0 run. And, and from that point on, uh, you knew it was going to be difficult for Penn State to blow the 19-point lead. We we have seen Penn State <laughs> blow 20-point leads in the past. However, uh, they were really competitive on the defensive end. Um, Illinois didn't cut to more than uh, 12 uh, late in the game. And the guys uh, took care of business. They did better from the free throw line today. They were 80%, 8 for 10, while Illinois was only 6 for 12. And at the end of the day, we hit 50% of our threes, which was huge. Uh, they were 12 for 24, and Illinois was only 7 for 23. So 
Uh, we talked about earlier in the season how with Penn State, they are going to be a team that lives by the three and dies by the three. And, you know, today they were feasting. And <laughs> even though we had a small ball lineup, uh, we didn't get killed on the boards today. Uh, Illinois had 31 rebounds. Penn State had 25. So uh, they didn't get killed there. Uh, they made up for it in, in uh, steals, though. So we got out blocked four to one. But we uh, we had nine steals and Illinois only had four. So the turnover battle did end up going in favor of Penn State. We only had nine and were able to force 11. So that was really great to see. Um, you know, when you have a small, quick team and you can use that speed to get some steals on the defensive end uh, where you might lose a little bit in rebounding and blocks on defense. So, you know, overall, great performance from the Nittany Lions. This was everything you you hope I hope the team could be at the beginning of the year. Now, I did think we would be getting uh, some more post presence from Kebajai and Demetrius Lilly, uh, Caleb Dorsey. But, you know, Coach Shrews just went with the small ball lineup. It was working. He stuck with it. And Penn State was able to get this huge victory. The Big Ten is just an insane conference. They have 13 teams at this point that are still vying for uh, NCAA tournament spots. And it's going to come down to who wins the most Big Ten games because these are all almost quad one opponents. And uh, they, Penn State, even though they blew a couple games against ACC teams who are very good, uh, they do have an opportunity to come back, get more quad one wins, and build up that tournament uh, resume. So things are looking good for Penn State, and they have to keep doing good for it going forward. Uh, what What are some... Thoughts on players of the game for you. Oh, are we getting into the awards early? Just going straight to the awards. Yeah. Well, what are some things you, you saw that you liked today? <laughs> okay. Things I saw that I liked. I guess. Um, so I I don't think I watched the very first game of the season where I understand Andrew Funk had a very good game. So mm-hmm. all of the games that I had watched so far this season i'd see andrew funk make a few shots but he also missed a few shots but he never lost his confidence in his ability to make those big plays when it counted and i think today was the day where i um i really was like wow this guy is awesome he is really confident everything is going in for him he's showing this maturity and this confidence and he's having fun while he's doing it and I mean I I never I never doubted him but today I was like wow this is what I'm I'm seeing what I think coach Shrews hoped when he brought Andrew Funk onto the team so I think that that delivered today yeah and that's what everyone else sees in that locker room too they know Andrew Funk's a, a great shooter and when he gets hot he can get really hot and you know it's dangerous for the other team when he gets hot because he can just seem to hit from just about anywhere. I do think teams are, you know, viewing Funk as potentially the best shooter on this team. So I do think defensively they are trying to take that away. I know, I know Coach Izzo uh, said he wanted to take it away, and um, he he definitely was not joking when he said he did not want to see this Penn State team again. And he was just yeah. happy to get out of there with a win. Um, you know, so some people might have thought, oh, that's just Coach Izzo doing the political thing and complimenting the the, the team and Coach Shrews. And, you know, that, that's not the case. We are, are a legit basketball team. 
Um, all of our losses are close. We don't have any games where it was just like, wow, Penn State got their butts whooped today. They haven't had a single game like that all year. They've just, you know, ha- I've had a streak in the game where things don't go well and they're not able to, to do enough. And uh, they, they have that margin of error. And today they did not have much margin of error against Illinois. But, you know, the good thing is they they didn't make a ton of mistakes today and they had a big victory. So, you know, things went well and you know, really happy to see that. Uh, another guy I'm really happy with is is Miles Dredd. He was uh, five for nine from three. Uh, still waiting on his first two-point field goal of the season. Uh, so we'll see if that comes. That'll be a fun thing to, you know. May never come. Keep keep track of. But yeah, this is this is an awesome, uh, awesome game. And really, I think this is going to really spark uh, Penn State, now that they have this the first big win under their belt and they've done it, they finished a big game. I think this momentum is going to carry them through the season. Uh, they have three non-conference games, which will be you know easier compared to the the games they've had over the past couple of weeks. And you're go- you're going to see them work on that chemistry against uh, Canisius and Quinnipiac and Delaware State. And this is a this month is really a great opportunity to, you know, fix all the stuff that they wanted to fix in the film versus Michigan State. And I think they did a really good job of that, especially incorporating Andrew Funkmore. And, you know, Jalen Pickett even said we have to do a better job of uh, finding him and getting him involved in the offense. And they did that today. And, you know, credit to Penn State. They they looked like a tournament today. Andy Katz was telling us all. Um, that's why he picked them to be an NCAA tournament team. So, um I also think we we saw a lot lot fewer turnovers and sloppy plays and those those kind of things that would were tough to watch in some games earlier this season when it's like oof that's just a rookie mistake. I mean of, of course there were some things where you know there were there's like a moving screen and some other things that were just kind of Oh like, yeah, that oof. that Demetrius slowly uh Moving screen, definitely a, a freshman mistake. You, you you have to plant your feet and be uh, stationary. And the that's the responsibility of the ball handler to move their guy into the screen. But so, it wasn't like a, a pattern the way we've seen in some games. Where it's yeah, like it definitely, definitely was not a pattern. Uh, it, it is a, a little worrisome that, you know, we, we did have Keba and Lily on the bench today and we just didn't like see them too, or Caleb Dorsey or Dallian Johnson. It was, it was uh, kind of strange to see those guys on the bench because they're always uh, getting minutes. So I was really surprised to see that. I think they'll be incorporated more in these next three games as the, the team's working on experimenting with what lineups work. And I think they found some lineups that worked really well today. And this really set them up good uh, going forward. Uh, are you ready to move on to a, uh, our uh, finale fighter, Mahoney Mahler Award. Yeah, I think we can go for it. All right, so you, you might be unhappy with me because I'm I'm thinking I might be stealing yours. It's okay. But I, I, had to, to I, I had to go with Andrew Funk. He had a great day today. 7 of 11, 6 of 9 from downtown. And he just hit it at a point in the game where Penn State desperately needed the bucket. They went over five minutes without scoring a point. Uh, Illinois was clawing back. They came within a handful of points. And that's just 
was the spark that ignited the fire for Penn State. And then after that first shot went in, you know, we did a really good job. I, I think especially with the turnovers today, I think this Penn State team is really good when they get in transition and it makes it a lot easier for the three-point shooters to get to get open and get good looks. So I think their defense did benefit help their offense today. And that that was really huge today in this tough, gritty win on the road at Illinois. So that's why Andrew Funk got my Fidali Fighter Award. Who do we have for the Mahoney Mauler? Mahoney Mauler? I think that Jalen Pickett is someone that we really haven't talked about a lot on this pod today, but I think that's just a testament to the the high expectations we have for him. I mean, Jalen Pickett goes into a game knowing that he's probably going to be leading the team in almost every metric, and he... He is someone that I think we can we really can consistently expect to have a good game. And he oftentimes is the maybe the only hope when everyone else is having a off game and shots aren't falling. But I think that his his consistency really, you know, really should be recognized. And I, I don't ever want to take him for granted. Yeah, the reason that we haven't talked about him is because he's awesome and he <laughs> he does the same thing every game like he's just awesome every single game. So when we're coming on the podcast it's we kind of talk about new things that we see and Jalen Pickett is always consistent. He's always awesome. Now he was only 5 of 14 against Michigan State and today he was 9 of 17 from the field. So you know, pretty much doubled his shooting percentage almost and made, finished around the rim. So that was that was the big key. There were just so many misses that he had so close to the basket that he typically makes. So, you know, he just kind of cleaned those things up, finished at the rim today. Um, Coach Izzo did say that they were trying to uh, bring the center in to double team him whenever possible. So maybe Coach Shrewsbury took something away from that press conference and said, hey, I'm not going to use the center. If I have everyone around the perimeter that can shoot, that'll let Jalen, you know, do his work around the paint and he's going to have not be double teamed. And if they do double, we'll find a shooter because we got four other shooters out there. So I think this is a strategy that does work for Penn state. Um, I would like to see Keba out there more, especially uh, defensively. Uh, when I watched him today, I really liked how he moved on help side defense and he has really good timing uh, with his blocks. So he leaves the floor and times the blocks. Well, so that's an area where he's really shining. Uh, an, an area that he can improve is finishing around the basket. He had like a shot one foot away from the basket and just couldn't get it in and wasn't a super difficult shot. But, you know, he's young. Uh, he's coming in with guys who, let's face it, all have five or six years of experience. And, you know, he's almost like, you know, the oddball out there, with, you know, with all those other seniors who've played a lot of college ball and uh, have so much experience and are playing the game at a completely different speed. So he has a lot of adjusting to do. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he's able to catch up uh, when we head into, you know, big 10 play in the new year. And I guess I'll give out the award on Andrew's behalf. You can give out the bird brawler, <laughs> the bird brawler. since I got to go first. Okay. And I'll, I'll say it. And then you say, if you thought this was who I was going to say, three, two, one, miles dread. Yep. <laughs> Um, so I think Miles Dredd also deserves an award today for uh, 
just having so many, I don't know, connections on those big shots that we really have gotten accustomed to him making. And he's had some some games this season that he has struggled in. So we were really excited to see him lighting it up today. And then on the other end of the court, he also had to step up today. And I think he looked really solid defensively taking on some of the um, the larger players from Illinois. There was one point where we were watching and Vince and I both said to each other, like, wow, we've, that's the fastest we've seen Miles Dredd run. <laughs> he was sprinting back. So I think we 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 love to see him connect on offense, but we also, I think, do need to give, give him uh, due credit for the tough defense that he put up today. Yeah, I, I would say he's probably in contention to be one of the toughest players on the team, and he, he just has a ton of energy. So his energy is... Uh, very contagious and like again this isn't conventional basketball because you know most basketball teams play with the center but this lineup it has your five best players on the court and that's what you want you want your five best players getting the most minutes and you know when they're on the court good things are happening especially since there is such a gap between these uh fifth and sixth year seniors you know as opposed to you know these freshmen who are coming in and playing at a completely different level of basketball. So I think this these next three games, especially with uh, Canisius being only two and six, I think this will give the young guys a lot of opportunities to learn and get some more game time action uh, heading into the new year. And then hopefully they can uh, create their way into the, the rotation because uh, it's going to be really difficult to be playing these guys all, all 30 plus minutes a game and you know, having a short bench, and then, you know, let's say an injury happens, you know, because that could happen. It happened with Michigan State, even there. They've had some injury issues. And, you know, we need people who are, you know, experienced and able to step right in next man up. So, you know, hopefully, you know, these guys grow over the next month and are ready in the new year and, you know, make their New Year's resolutions and uh, <laughs> execute a little better on the court, you know, as they're continuing to grow. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this lineup that we had today was so much fun to watch, but it also, I think, is not sustainable in the long term over the course of the season, and especially not in the, you know, like we said, injuries could happen, foul trouble could happen. We, it, it was fun to watch today, and I'm really glad that it all connected together, and I don't want to be all doom and gloom, but we do have to make sure that we we do want to really ensure that the team is building towards long-term goals. And I really hope that this, um, this game was a confidence boost for the Nittany Lions and especially for Coach Shrews to, you know, do something a little unusual and have it work out for him. And I also hope that this maybe sparks some ideas about different lineups and different combinations that can be really effective going forward. So this is, I think, a, a good, a well-needed confidence boost for the Nittany Lions. And I'm hoping that this is uh, the start of a sustainable <laughs> momentum swing for the Nittany Lions, not just a one-off. Yeah. And another guy I think worth mentioning, uh, he didn't make our awards, you know, but it was really competitive today because we had so many guys with great days, was uh, Seth Lundy. He had 16 points, 7 boards, 2 assists, 5 of 9 from the field. 
Uh, he got fouled on two three-point shots and was six of six from the line. So that was huge. He had two steals on defense. So you know, he had a great day as well. Um, and so this this Penn State team, while they're not uh, super deep, those uh, five seniors are really good. And uh, yeah. I'm not looking forward to losing them next year. Hopefully uh, Coach Shrews can get some more guys like that in the transfer portal. And then, you know, those freshmen get better and, you know, we'll keep this. We'll become an we'll become a program like Michigan State, who's uh, in contention for Big Ten championships every year. And I will say, I think last year you were like, how will we ever get over the loss of John Hara? How will we like fill the shoes? You know, how can we? <laughs> hey, it's just three pointers. Three points is more than two. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I, I do think last year when when John was such a, a large part of the Nittany Lions team offensively and defensively, we were like, wow, that's a big, a big loss that we're going to have when he moves on. And I think we are not, maybe not necessarily feeling that loss, maybe, you know, emotionally, but on the court, I think we're seeing players really step up. Yeah. And- yeah. Everyone, everyone <laughs> loves John Hara, but you know, we're just, we're picking it up from the perimeter. Now those shots are not going to fall 50% every game. So they are going to have to find other ways to win. And that's why it is good to have a, a dominant big man down in the post because, you know, you can win in the post, you can hit shots in the mid range, uh, you know, draw more fouls. Uh, they didn't get a ton of free throw opportunities today. They only got 10. Mm-hmm. That's not that many. So when you are and you know, two of them were fouled threes, which, you know, coaches, that that's one of those things that really grinds their gears is when you foul three point shooter and they're just, they just want a hand in the face and going to the side. So um, that's the thing that drives coaches crazy. That, and that's what, six of our free throws out of the 10 were today. So, you know, you got to be able to win in a variety of ways that the more ways you can win, the harder you are to guard as a defense. So the more challenges you present to your opponent. So if uh, we face a team and they're doing a really good job of, you know, keeping picking out of the paint and, you know, making it difficult for our guards on the perimeter, you know, in their ability to knock down threes, you know, they could be, in for some tough games. However, I do think since Jalen Pickett is so good at getting into the paint and finishing at the rim like he did today and finding open shooters, and I, I think he really found a good balance today. If he if he plays like that every every game, we're going to win a lot of big time games. Yeah, makes you look forward to Valentine's Day. It really does. <laughs> uh, any anything else you want to cover before we get out of here? Um, I. I guess I, I like to give this shout-out, too, but just a, a shout-out to Coach Shrews that, you know, when you watch a lot of basketball, you see a lot of dramatic behavior from coaches. And some of that is passion and excitement, and some of it is maybe a little, I don't know, angsty and moody and, you know, maybe not necessarily the most mature. So I'm I'm always just really struck by how how passionate but also how compassionate coach shrews is in the way that he coaches oh yeah he's he's a great guy and if you're yeah if you're a recruit um he's a guy that makes you want to come here he's he's got a you know an an intensity a love for a game he's a good x's and o's guy obviously uh really good at developing talent 
Mm-hmm. He has not only a, a lot of uh, college experience at Purdue, but he's got experience in the NBA with the Boston Celtics. And, you know, he knows what it takes to get guys to the NBA. So, you know, if you're a high school recruit, Penn State is uh, definitely an up, up and coming spot to be. Yeah. So, yeah, he's done awesome. Uh, Penn State's next game will be against Canisius. That will be. Uh, December 18th, uh, Penn State does have finals this week, so that's why they they have a, a week off of games. So, you know, best of luck to the uh, student-athletes in their finals. Uh, this game will tip off at noon on uh, the Big Ten Network, and hopefully we, we see some big things from Penn State. And I think we should give a, a little communion prediction for our next game. And I'm going to say that we will have five different players each hit multiple threes. So we'll have five players with at least two three-point made field goals. Do you have a communion prediction for the game against uh, two and six Canisius? Yes. I predict that we get the Kebajai numbers we've been hoping for. And by that, I mean he scores 12 points and gets maybe seven rebounds all right 12 points and seven rebounds for keba I, I like that prediction and final score i'm going to say um penn state 88 and canisius 57 Ooh. i think it'll be a big wing in the bjc you know they'll have our week of rest uh you know they'll be you know relieved after their finals and i think they're just gonna have like this is Finals is a grind for these student athletes. Yeah. We we've both been there as student athletes ourselves, and, and uh, you know, just it, it feels good to play a basketball game after your uh, work on your academics, the most important academic week of your semester. So, yeah, I think they'll be really looking forward to that game, and uh, you know, kind of de-stressing from the week of finals. Absolutely. Hopefully, they're all fueled up with coffee from the library. Handing it out in the (laughs) afternoons. Um, My final score prediction, I'm going to call it a little closer because I think think Penn State is really going to make the... I guess if we're just seeing Coach Shrews do all kinds of different combos, I think next week we are going to see a lot of younger guys getting a lot of minutes. I don't think we're going to have that same... um, same combo that we saw this week. So I, I don't think it's going to be as much of a blowout as you predict. So I'm going to say Penn State 72 against Canisius or Canisius 60. All right. Still good numbers. Uh, I think it'll be, it will be good to maybe get Jalen Pickett and you know, those other guys that are logging 30 plus minutes, some rest um, be, because it, it is a long season. And, you know, when you overplay them that, you know, you do get a lot of wear and tear and it's a long season. So hopefully we can get those guys a little bit of rest, um, you know, as they continue to gel as a team. Mm-hmm. If you would like to support the bod, please tell your friends, follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five star review so that other Nittany Lion fans like you can find us interested in new episodes. You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or other streaming platforms to be notified. Thank you for listening. We want to remind you that we are the Nittany Blues Podcast. See you next time.